Welcome to the Boss of Therapy Podcast, episode two. We are your host, D and J. I'm D, and hey, J on the line. Reminder to please follow and share and leave a rating or review as this really helps our algorithm grow organically. We boss baddies do not gatekeep here. So let's get into the topic of today for episode two, which is how do we save? Yes. We're going to talk about it. Do not avoid it. We're talking about it. We may even break this down into more detail in further episodes as we can totally go on for hours about this. And we do cover a variety of topics. So if there's a topic that you would love to hear more about, please shoot us an email at therapy at gmail.com. As always, we break things down easy for you so that you can take these gems as you see fit. So step one, let's take a moment here and ask yourself, what are you saving towards? We need to have a drive and purpose in order to really give ourselves that push. For example, are you saving towards big things like a house? a car to open up a business emergency fund or even smaller things like to afford hair appointments self-care or a new phone in essence of course we save so that we can create the life that we want give yourself the permission to establish the habit of saving and prioritizing the life that you want and definitely like at some point it's a conversation of are you living above your means or within your means or you know below and then really budgeting will help you determine all of those factors so step two after you know what you're saving towards and of course you could save towards multiple things but you want to be able to start small so look for the expenses you have and categorize it in what do you need versus what's a luxury so like fixed cost versus variable cost so like rent mortgage car no child care are most things that are fixed costs right and insurance there are necessities And sometimes luxuries, believe it or not, are things like going to Starbucks or having Netflix, doing your nails, going out. And of course, we deserve them. And of course, we should be grateful. However, you still need to look at it with the lens of, is there a way I can incorporate this or minimize it, but still allow me to create the life that I want? So let's run an example. So if you go to Starbucks three times a week, can we try to go one times a week? Or maybe just don't go at all and get a Keurig and learn how to make your own coffee. Like, what are some things that you can give up so that you can, in fact, have a better life? I would say... I would say throughout this process there you might feel like there's a lot of a sacrifice and it's never easy because right now I'm going through it you know I can't go out to eat like I want (laughs) that's all I want to do and I can't do it so yeah focus your mind um, really stick to your plans because in the end you'll get that thing that you want which for me is the house which is just like a short-term goal like in the next three to four months so you just focus on the satisfaction of okay, when I'm done doing those things, I'm done saving, I'm done budgeting, I'm done determining what it is I needed. And then you can just go straight into, oh, I have it now. It's And it's and it's going to be worth it. Yeah, it's like everything is an opportunity cost, right? Something that you do, you're also giving up something else, right? So for example, like even for myself, like I normally even get a Brazilian and legs and now I only wax, only like I only do Brazilian and no legs, right? So it's like, what can you also give up that can essentially help yourself in the long term and knowing that you don't have to exactly get rid of something but first start small so that you don't feel that quote-unquote sacrificing so it's kind of like giving yourself a little bit of a push get that momentum and it'll help you realize like oh this is making a difference maybe there's other things i can save on and then even like for example let's say you spend 40 dollars a month on duncan or starbucks or something like that which i totally have and jay has spent maybe hundreds of dollars on doordash that she should get a sponsor for 
It's not even DoorDash anymore. It's just eating out reckless. And so think about that X amount of, so let's say the $40 that we're talking about. The $40 a month on Dunkin' and Starbucks can be better utilized by, let's say, $40 a month at the gym. And so even think about it this way. $40 a month is $480 a year, which is a round trip ticket to somewhere probably domestic, but it's still a vibe. Like you're not losing anything. You're more like gaining something at the end because you learn to control your money. The next step is to be resourceful. So how do you help yourself save? Okay, so don't just go be over there scrambling in your wallet. You really have to map it out. And this looks different for everyone. So these are some things that I use. And then Jay can go through what she uses to budget. So I use a couple of things like initially like super long ago, but I was using Excel sheets like an OG and that's totally fine if that's your vibe. Like if you really want to map it out and be control of, you know, how things look visually to you or if you want to do pen to paper and draw it out, that's also fine. Like do what actually works for you. Like if it actually makes it more painful for you to write down every cost whenever you go to Starbucks or whenever you go to Target and that makes you feel the pain and that works for you, write it down, right? But for me, I use the Mint app, which is created by TurboTax. And so you can totally link all of your credit cards, bank accounts, any loans you have, like all your debt. And it does like really be able to show you like what your liabilities are and what your assets are so that you can really see what your net worth is. But then also on the on another tab, you can budget out every month, like how much are you putting towards fast food? How much are you putting towards your car, like gas and stuff like that? And you can create like different buckets and be able to just track your progress on a day to day. So once you swipe your credit card and you just swipe it for like gas, it'll automatically show up and you can see like how you're tracking every minute. So that may be helpful for a lot of people that helps me be able to really see. So that's one of them. And then another one I use is called the spending app, which gives you a more holistic view of just what your income listing out your expenses and but it doesn't show you what comes in or out it's just kind of like a maybe like a day one of the beginning of the month kind of budget just to really see like if I was to say $500 a month what is it going to look like for the year you know things like that so it's more like a more you know not as specifically detailed so that's one another way to look at it and then also for people who like the more like vintage vibe of like putting money into a jar and they like that without actually doing it you can download the loot app so I'm going to put all these links in our little episode summary and so the loot app allows you to see like if you're saving $500 towards it but of course you have to be honest about it so when you put you're putting $500 in it it'll like make the coin sound it'll drop it in $500 and you can see like how are you measuring up towards a 12-month goal or whatever you said so what about you Jay how do you do it how do you budget kind of old-fashioned way where I have to write everything down myself just so that I am properly tracking my numbers so the apps are great but like I go through my bank account, my primary bank account, which is another thing I'm going to get into. I go through my primary bank account and I look at everything that I have that is due. I look at my my spending habits throughout the month. I do it twice a month because I get paid bi-weekly and I go through it. I write down, you know, what's coming out, when is it coming out? And then also to go back to the primary bank account, you should really have several bank accounts so you can separate your money. Because I feel like for me, sometimes it's hard to see where am I actually saving if all I see is $10,000 in front of me. Like, what what am I going to do with that? Like, you know, how much of that is bills? How much of that is saving? You know, that's something you gradually get to. Not everybody has X amount of dollars in excess, but you can start small. You can, if it's that $20 you want to put away, do it because eventually the $20 will grow, you know, and then every month you can find ways to increase and decrease that. So 
you know, it really depends on your spending habits. Do you want to do something extra for yourself that month? And then maybe you, you don't dip into your savings, but you put less savings, you know? So it's all about balance um, and the goals, the actual goal that you want. So if your goal is small, you can start small. If your goal is big, you might want to be a little more aggressive with how you save money because at the end of the day, that's that's what's needed. Yeah, for sure. Especially with uh, separating your money. And I, I think that really helps us get into our next step of having control of where you put your money. When you get a paycheck, if you're a W-2 worker, you can be able to then know, okay, this portion will find separating your money into different accounts really allows you to see how much you're actually saving. And also you can know where you always go to my savings you can like you can set up your paycheck to divide up like your payout to where it's like I send $500 to my savings and I send the rest to my checkings and you could set it up multiple ways like that right so that really helps that some people ha- that don't know that and that really helps you to be able to have more control of it so you don't think oh I have $2,000 to spend like no I only have 1500 because 500 just went into my savings that I do not touch so that's really important and for savings account it's really important to do the research yourself because everybody has different needs and for example you can of course ask around and see what people use why they like it and then also visit your banks local banks and then not just assume so stop assuming things that's that's one and credit unions don't forget the credit unions local and credit unions local banks and credit unions for example i don't have apple an apple bank account however one day i was walking through there and they had a savings account for children and being i have a daughter and it says that when they're reach at the minimum age of six you can open up a savings account for them at at five percent apy and i'm like that's really good like that's really helpful for them like that's not something i would have known like right off the bat sometimes google doesn't have all the information sometimes you have to go in person and see what they actually have and i used to work at a bank and we always just of course sell we are we have the best um products right but you have to do the research yourself and these are the ones that i found were most helpful for me but of course like i mentioned please do your research so for me i use goldman and before covid or during covid they were like one percent apy but now it's at 3.3 percent and you don't need a minimum so that's great so please don't you know don't feel like you know scared like just literally if you have a dollar to put in just put it in don't judge yourself that's that's it's a start and if you refer someone, they get 4.3% APY for three months and so do you. So that's amazing. And you could refer someone up to five times, I believe, a year. So that's really, really great. And also don't forget about CDs. So I think that's a CD is also a great start to teach yourself discipline because if you withdraw, there's penalties and fees. Obviously, they can't really stop you from withdrawing, but at least it gives you like a, oh, wait a minute. You know, so it kind of gives you NCDs minimally. You can have it in there for like maybe like 15 months or something like that. So I think that's a great start for you to have discipline of I'm not going to touch this. I'm going to let this grow. And then it also makes you feel better as well. Like, oh, wow, there's something that is growing and I'm going to be able to utilize it afterwards. One thing is to really know that when you're asking questions, right, know what you want to ask, right? Like things like what is API and what is the minimum that I have to put in? Um, what are the what other benefits are there? For example, Goldman has one right now that says if you put in 10k, you they they will give you $100. Okay, that might not seem a lot, but hey, like, you know, if you're already going to put in 10k, you might as well get the benefit of getting $100. So things like that, ask them what are the benefits because at the end of the day, how banks make money, I was in banking is that they take your money 
And then they go invest in it to make more money for the bank. So they're going to want your money. They don't care that it's a dollar or $10. Think about it. A dollar from a million people is a million dollars. So they're going to want your business. So see, exactly. So everything is advertisement. So let them advertise to you, right? Go in there, ask questions, let them talk you up and see if that's for you. And if they push you and they tell you to make a decision right now, that's a red flag. Okay, you should be able to sit down and really decide for yourself. Okay, boss babes. So we're going to go through the key takeaways in today's episode. Step one, what are we saving towards? We need to have a goal of what we're saving towards so that we can stay focused and on track. And you could be saving towards a couple of things, but try to be very specific. So if you're saving towards a house, a car, a business, college fund, emergency fund, your hair, your nails, like self-care, that's also something you want to, you possibly may want to save towards so that you have a bucket for that. That's also fine. Step two is starting small. Look for the costs that you have that you think are maybe really not a big deal, but you do spend on it frequently during the week. So it could be takeout, going for a coffee run. Maybe there's a certain pastry (laughs) that you always get. Like anything like that that you think is kind of small, but not a big deal. That's where you start. That's where you start and think, how can I cut this back? Or how can I get rid of it altogether and replace it with something else? So that's where you'll begin. And then you'll get the momentum from starting small and then cutting down bigger costs. So it could be, let's say, I go go to this very expensive gym. Can I go to a more affordable gym, but still make it effective? So things like that. So start small and then gradually get to bigger items where you can really cut it down. And that momentum will allow you to not feel like you're making a sacrifice, but more so I'm doing what I need to do to get to what I'm really saving on, which is coming from step one. And then step three is utilizing resources to budget. So there's the Mint app that we talked about, which helps you see all your bank statements everything that comes in from the bank, everything that comes in from your savings account, all your loans that you owe, all your credit cards, like it has every line item possible that you've had in the past that is literally coming through right now as you swipe, as you withdraw from the bank, like anything like that is all recorded there. And then in that app, you're able to really track minute by minute pretty much how your spending habits are. And then one of the tabs in the Mint app allows you to see your budget that you set up. Let's say you put $200 as your budget for groceries for the month. As you go to the grocery store, you can see, oh, I already spent $150 and it's only week one of the new month. So that you might have to, one, revisit your budget again. Or two, see what are you say, see what you're buying at the grocery store. Or three, go to a different grocery store. So things like that. There's the spending app, which we also covered, which allows you just to you yourself will record what your expenses are and what your income. So you're not linking any cards, credit cards or bank accounts here. It's more like it's more like if you were to jot it down in your notes section on your iPhone, but it helps you do the math automatically. And then it also helps you categorize in a pie chart for you to see how much percentage of the of that pie chart is taking up a lot of space for rent or how much is taking up space for gas and things like that. So 
that's a good one. And then the loot app, which was that we also covered, is helps you with seeing things more visually, which is seeing money drop into a jar. You can label different jars to say one jar could say saving up for a condo. Another jar could be emergency. Another jar could be hair. Another jar could be for a vacation, right? So anything that you want to save towards that's important to you, you put a jar for that, a label for it. And you could design your jar in different ways with different fonts, things like that. So it's a very fun app. But also with this, you don't link anything. So you have to be honest with yourself in this app. So those are the three that I use. Step four is having control of where you put your money. Okay, really doing your research for which savings account is best for you. Knowing the pros and cons, the pros and cons of each account, whether it's maybe the savings account is asking for you to put in 10000 down, like down into your savings account as a minimum, maybe that's not for you right now. So you want to find one that has a zero min to it. That's okay. So really finding what's best for you and doing your research and going into the banks and asking questions. Like there are a lot of banks that you may be sleeping on and they're really helpful. So really try and the reason why you want to do your research is because at the end of the day, it's your money. If while you're saving towards that vacation, while you're saving towards that car, while you're saving towards that business, you want to have your money grow in the way that you expect it to. So you can totally do this. It's not, it's not impossible, but it's going to be a little hard, right? Because if this is a whole different lifestyle for you, this will be where you have to really boss up and tell yourself, I have these goals and I'm working towards these and it's going to be a shift, but like I mentioned, start small and then see when you start small, you're going to see a change. You're going to be like, well, dang, like I'm, I'm seeing extra disposable income here that could have been into my savings account. And then you're going to be hyped about it. So you can do this. I believe in you. I'll be dropping all the links into the summary of our episode for you to download it, try it out. Thanks for listening to the Boss Up Therapy podcast. We would love it if you would be able to drop a review if this episode helped you in any way. And if you would like to submit any questions for us to answer in our next episode, please submit to bossuptherapy at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And as always, babe, we are rooting for you. We want to see you win and we want to see you boss up. And if we can do it, so can you. Follow us and stay tuned for our next episode as we continue the journey together. Of course, here's the lingo language. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. Our purpose is to share our own personal experiences as a guide to self-improvement. Anything said should not be taken as replacement for medical, clinical, professional advice of a trained and licensed therapist, coach, specialist, doctor, or health professional. The intention of this podcast is not to establish any therapist-patient relationship to replace any of your current services. If you take any action or inaction as a result of any of the content you consume on the podcast, This is based solely on your decision and our podcast cannot be held liable for any of the consequences of such action or inaction. As always, we recommend you speak to your own personal therapist or seek a health professional.